Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Uh, whenever you have Cheeto Vera back inside the octagon against a guy like Corey Sandhagen, we feel like a guy that's always right there in the precipice of a title shot. Vera may be taking the harder road to get there. Not saying this is an elimination, but it does feel like there's a lot at stake on this one. What numbers did you set early on, and where's the money gone so far? I opened the line a little bit higher on the Sandhagen side, probably five, ten cents higher than the market was. So minus 165 was my number. And right now, if you look behind you, it's still minus 165 at Circus. There hasn't been a whole lot of action coming in on this main event. The line looks to be set appropriately right now. Of course, some of the sharper, bigger betters are probably waiting to pounce on fight day one way or the other. But as of right now, the line has stayed steady. And that's, you know, in a main event spot like like this, that's not very common to see. Yeah, and I, I wonder, Nick, too, so I'm sure some people out there are going to go, well, you know, if the number moves initially, right, once you set it, that means, quote, unquote, maybe it was a, a number that people felt like they could take advantage of. When you don't see the movement here, I know you are waiting for the bigger players maybe to come in on fight day, but probably means you set a line that's uh, right now the public's having a hard time determining which way to go. I think so, because, I mean, stylistically, these guys match up so well together. It's going to be a competitive fight, and Sandhagen should be a slight favorite. So, yeah, it looks to be the part where everybody's just kind of scratching their heads thinking, man, I, I don't really see the value one way or the other. Again, we saw the totals. And, again, in the co-main and the main event at UFC 286, they both went to the judges' scorecards. Maybe a surprise, certainly, in the co-main event. Here, sure. it's anticipated that it might go the distance. If you want to play it that way right now at DraftKings, minus a dollar eight for the fight to hit the cards. If you want to take a, a shorter route here over four and a half, it is juiced heavily at minus a dollar fifty-five. Now down to a dollar fifty. So a little bit of money coming back. The plus money right now for under four and a half rounds at plus one twenty. Is this the one? Again, we warn people before you make those wagers, the, the numbers are kind of skewing you towards the over and hitting the cards, and that should factor into which side, uh, Vera or Sandhagen, that you might like here. Yeah, I think both these guys are the type of fighters that are so durable. It's hard to get rid of them. So their conditioning is on par, too. So they're going to be there in the long run. So that's why you're seeing this total set so high. Now, that being said, to contradict myself a little bit, they have the finishing ability, too. We've seen that time and time again on both sides of it, especially Vera. He's got that kind of power that is underrated at times. He's able to, especially as the fight progresses, kind of do that damage and, and get the fighters out of there. So I think there is a possibility of a finish here, but I'm just expecting a really classic 
classic battle war that goes five rounds back and forth. Just an awesome fight. So I do think it's a little bit more correlated, Sanhagen and over. And then I, I would think, if anything, it's probably going to be the Vera side and the under. But both these gentlemen could definitely win on the scorecards, or both these gentlemen could definitely finish as well. They have that kind of ability. But I do think more so that the total on the over is probably right. I do think it's a good one. When you look at Corey Sanhagen, a guy that we feel like is always on the cusp of maybe getting a title shot, and then a guy like uh, Cheeto Vera, we just know how tough he is, and it feels like they throw him guys like, you know, the uh, Sean O'Malley, right? And then we saw what he did to Sean O'Malley, first guy to beat him. So you look at him now, an underdog again here, Cheeto Vera, plus forty-five against Sanhagen. What do you make of that number? Because, again, Sanhagen, even though he's three inches taller, the reach is, is identical, maybe even a slight edge to Vera. Yeah, I, I think this is a fight that really has conflicting styles, Dave. I look at Vera as being the dog, being the guy that's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's somewhat well-rounded, but he goes in there and does it with toughness and determination, whereas Sandhagen is a little bit more of an artist, uses space more, and though Sandhagen's reach is an inch shorter, he's an inch taller, so there'll be some leverage there. Surely he's got an inch or two on his legs over Vera, and I just look for the Sandhagen movement, and this is a fight where neither of the combatants are from Texas. We're in the larger cage in San Antonio. I think that the more well-rounded skills, the fact that Sandhagen's been in with a higher caliber opponent, much higher than Cheeto, even though Cheeto's, Cheetah has fought some very competent fighters moving into this fight, I think he's stepping up pretty big in this one. And look for Sandhagen to really have his way with him uh, and I think Sandhagen currently priced is is fair, uh, but still offering a little bit of value. We think the main event, Kevin, at least it leads to it on, on the on the numbers that more than likely it might hit the cards here in San Antonio and go all five in the main event here between uh, Cheeto Vera and Corey San, Sandhagen. When you see that and you do see the bigger octagon there in San Antonio, we would think that would be the advantage to Sandhagen here as kind of the rangier fighter. But when you look at the, the just the way they line up, they are pretty even. Yes, St. Hagen's three inches taller, but again, the reach actually goes to Vera. How do you see stylistically this fight playing out? Well, I'll tell you what. I, number one, I really love this fight, Dave. I think this fight could be one of the best of the year. We could be talking next year uh, in early January about this being the fight of the year for 2023. That's how good I think this fight can be, given the stylistic matchup. And I, I like Cheeto Vera in this. Mm. Uh, I'll go ahead and take the plus money. But I think he's on a roll the way he's fighting. He's got a lot of momentum going with him. Uh, the one thing that Corey Sandhagen said that I agree with is he said he thought Vera had the more power in the fight. Sandhagen said he had every other factor in his favor. I would not necessarily agree with that. I, I think it's a really close fight, uh, but I, I think Vera takes this. I think you'll see Vera using a lot of leg kicks. He's got a lot of momentum on his side, and I and I think that you know he, he is a guy that's still on his way up, where I think we may have seen Corey Sandhagen plateau. That doesn't mean that Corey's not capable of delivering a great performance, because I still think Corey is one of the top four or five bantamweights in the world. But I, I don't know that we've seen the peak of Marlon Cheeto Vera just yet. And I think the, the confidence that he's fighting with, the performance he had against Dominic Cruz mm. showed you a lot. Dominic Cruz is a guy, you mentioned somebody moving around the cage. Nobody moves better than Dominic <laughs> Cruz. And look and look what Cheeto Vera did against him. So I like Cheeto Vera. I'll take the plus money on this, but I agree with you. I think this one will go to the card. And so I understand why San Hagen is the favorite at minus $1.70. My question is, it always feels like Cheeto is being undervalued. 
the guy that we always kind of say, well, yeah, yeah, he's good, he's tough, but is he really championship caliber? Where Sanhagen feels like he's always had that, yeah, yeah, he's just next. Do you think Cheeto is still being maybe undervalued in the betting market here? Oh, absolutely. And the way I would describe this fight is violence, violence, and more violence. <laughs> These are probably my two favorite 135ers on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. And it's two guys that might be the most unique strikers in their division. Uh, they both do a lot of the same things really, really well, where Cheeto probably packs more of a punch and more knockout power. Yeah. And Corey Sanhagen, the training out in Colorado, he has a huge gas tank. But it's funny, Dave, because Cheeto always gets outstruck in his fights, but he's basically the Justin Gaethje of 135, where that new <laughs> meme is going to start surfacing, where yeah. everyone's just going to look so bad and so cut up when they fight Cheeto. And in his fight against Rob Font, Rob Font outstruck him by significant strikes, by um, like 70. Looked but like you, a horror never, show. you never would have guessed. So I really like this fight. I think it's fight of the year. I'm so happy that they moved it from the apex because these two deserve an actual crowd. Yeah. So this is going to be a banger of a fight. Well, moving it away from Apex here in Las Vegas and moving it out to San Antonio, the cage is going to be bigger, right? So Apex, a smaller one, normally would favor a wrestler, obviously, when you get in those closer confines. Does that factor in at all, Nick, to, to the way you think this fight goes? Are we hitting the cards for all five and the distance that I'm sure Sanhagen would like? Vera probably wants to close that distance. Well, it was interesting listening to you talk prior mm -hmm. with one of the guests that came on about the judges. Yes. And I think one thing that's going to play out in this fight is how Vera, the look of Sanhagen at the end of this fight, Dave, is going to play a role in the decision. Because, yeah, the significant strikes might be for Corey Sanhagen, but Vera, even if he gets taken down, one of the most active guys off his back, yeah. he throws elbows, he punches off the ground, and he's very, very dangerous. And I think Vera... It is a fight that fight of the year, in my opinion, already. I think wow. we could just give it to them. It's going to be a five-round five banger, and I love Vera on the decision here. Yeah, you and Kevin Ioli, uh, two guys now saying this could be the best fight on any card in the calendar year. That's how much uh, maybe sneaky good this fight could be. You mentioned the damage, and again, this gets into scoring. And again, I know it's been controversial subject. Certainly, you know, I've been on the wrong side. I've been on the right side or the winning side, even if you didn't feel like that fight had deserved it. It is damage. That is supposed to be a scoring criteria. So even if Sanhagen, let's say, outscores Vera 3-1, to one, if the bigger shots or at least the look of damage is being done by Vera, that is supposed to weigh heavy, heavier in the judges' scorecards. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been time and time again fights where a guy has a 4-1 to one advantage on significant strikes in a round, but with 30 seconds left, he gets dropped. Right. And then it's always, you know, you throw 50 strikes at me, I throw 20, but one of my 20 drops you, cuts up your nose. It, it's that's all supposed subjective. to score. Right. Yeah. And so, again, it is subjective, people. That's what we're getting at. But I, I think that's where you could see Vera here with the numbers maybe not looking like they're in his favor. But to Nick's point, you get a couple of those knockdowns, and the judges are supposed to score that accordingly. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 